What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as five, six, seven, eight. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to the very talented Vincent Viannan. I hope I didn't butcher his name. Vincent is a professional dancer, choreographer, and creative director from the Netherlands. He's from Amsterdam. Uh, I met Vincent on a job in Amsterdam called Dance, 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 and... He was a super kind, lovely guy. So we have a great catch up in this podcast. And he also tells us about his journey of how he went from just, you know, having no interest in dance to then becoming a choreographer on So You Think You Can Dance, being on a TV show, Dirty Dancing, then moving to L.A. and dancing with Usher and having a very successful career. And now not only has he had a great career as a dancer, he is now like a TikTok and YouTube superstar. He has over a million followers on TikTok. So we kind of talk a little bit about that, too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time. I'm definitely going to do a part two because I felt like I could have spoke for hours. Here is the one, the only Vincent Viannan. Yeah, can you hear me properly? Yeah, 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 I can hear you now. I don't know why it was my earphones. Sometimes, yo, I'm trying to be cool with AirPods, but sometimes technology is just like, not today, son. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) It's just like, just keep the wires. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the old school ones, but you know, I don't need them uh, unless you um, want me to put put them in. But I think no, no. Yeah, it sounds good. Sometimes when someone doesn't have uh, headphones in, my voice goes into a different time than it comes out so people get like a weird reverb okay this is perfect yeah sounds good to me bro how are you i'm good i'm all right i just uh i just came back from uh from the protest oh yeah black lives matter protest in amsterdam so we're mm-hmm. in the damn square a lot of people so yeah got back and i just ate a little bit so i'm, I'm good now I'm how, right. how, how are things in amsterdam at the moment is the protest kind of under control uh today was yeah. the day that um, the, mesh, the um, uh, regulations got a little bit more, um, how do you call that, easier. So we are allowed to go uh, to cafes and just, yeah. the, the, just the rules got a little bit less strict. But mm-hmm. there were a lot of people yeah. together, close together. And that is because uh, people are supposed to keep their distance and they mm-hmm. didn't really uphold the rules. So I was a bit nervous about that. but. You know, I I try to keep my keep my distance. Yeah, so. it, it's it's just a crazy time at the moment, isn't it? It's like, yeah. what what on earth is going on? Like, it, it's a strange one because where I live, um, I live in the countryside, 
in the UK. Like I live in a just outside of a place called Swindon. And I mean, you, you barely see more than 10 people on a street. So keeping social distancing here is quite easy. And there's no, there's been no like, it's not a major city, you know, so there's been no protests or anything here. So if I didn't watch the news or my phone, I wouldn't really know what's going on. Uh, But like, you know, so here feels like away from the world, actually from civilization. Yeah, which is a good thing and a bad thing, you know, because at the same time, it's like, it was my birthday on Wednesday when kind of everything was kicking off. And I kind of just was like, I, I just, thank you, bro. 30 man getting old 30, 30 club yeah, 30 club 30 club so hence hence all the baby pictures of me still up behind me like like a little fat ginger kid um so i was just kind of trying to like enjoy my day and kind of could see what was going on in the world and i was a bit like uh i'll i just want to enjoy my day and then i'll start looking into it and researching and figure out what's going on and yo it's a bit crazy like i don't want this to be a political political podcast i want to talk about you yeah, yeah but course, i feel course, like but, i feel know, like i feel like we should address it for the listeners so they don't yeah. go you're pretending nothing's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. you know of course. This, this is life this is this we're just having a conversation to real people like we really exist we live in you know in the real world so this is a part of it yeah know? and i haven't seen you in forever <laughs> bro it's been forever yeah um you've been busy man yeah <laughs> you've been busy you've gone from being dancer choreographer creative director to tiktok star bro <laughs> <laughs> is that is that is that how they see it is that how you see it bro i don't know i've got like five followers on tiktok so i don't really know how this stuff works so this this bro this is why i was desperate to talk to you so i was like yo this guy's gone from like being a real dancer like and having a real career and like you know understanding our graft and you've managed to carry it across to a new platform and succeed in it you know like i know it's still very new but i like tiktok at the moment is the only social media platform i've ever seen advertised on my television like really like yeah like in the uk we get tiktok adverts on tv and okay. it's like it's like what the hell like tiktok <laughs> like they're advertising social media now on tv i've never seen that before I didn't, oh, man i didn't know that because i yeah. don't watch tv i just watch tiktok so yeah <laughs> makes sense good advert bro good plug <laughs> um so yeah bro like I just want to pick your brain about, well, I want to start at the beginning. I want to know about, a bit about you and how you got into dance and why you dance and kind of your journey. Cause I know that you're uh, from Amsterdam, right? From yeah. the Netherlands yeah. and you were on, so you think you can dance. Also, this is, as this a choreographer. Is, yeah, this is what I know as a choreographer. So you didn't compete on it. No, I was asked okay. to do it, but I, I had the option to do, uh, cause that's where everything started pretty much. I had the option to or dance or uh as be a competitor or just uh or cra- uh, make choreography and i oh, just had a, i had a, a long think about it and um, i chose choreography because um i really i i felt like doing it and it's also a longevity mm-hmm. like the long term yeah yeah and then in the, in the competition you can be out and then that's it <laughs> yeah and then i know you've gone on to have a, a very successful dance career and a choreography career and now a TikTok career and Yo, that's that's dope. You've like you've tackled all fields as a <laughs> as a dancer. You've yeah. done the old you've done the old way of doing it of just being on stage with an artist, and yeah. you've done the new way of doing it of being on a social media platform. So yeah. how did how did you get into dance, bro? Like, what was the how did you do it? Catalyst for me, it was uh, during high school. I was I think I was I started dancing when I was fifteen. Uh huh. 
and uh, which is pretty late actually. Um, yes. But for me, it started from home because my uh, older sister. Uh, we are with the five of us, but my older sister, she always used to have music television on, like MTV, music videos. And I was like, I hated dance, actually. <laughs> I did not like dancing at all because they were always dancing. I would just want to play video games, just like, you know, just do geeky stuff, you know, because uh -huh. at heart, I'm, I like geeky stuff. So um, <laughs> and then um, there was this music video from Usher, uh, You Make Me Wanna. And I was like, oh, that, that, that is that is cool. No, 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 it was, it was my, what was it my way? No, it was You Make Me Wanna. It was You Make Me Wanna and My Way. Those two yeah. videos, it was like, why is that guy with the girls? <laughs> like, how is he doing? So you have to dance to get girls. Oh, snap. <laughs> no, but it, it, it was just cool. And also because, because me and Ashton and I, we don't look alike, but still it's just like similarities. Because uh -huh. you know, it's just like, I, I saw somebody like, oh, I could be him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh -huh. So I was like, I was inspired to um, to just get into uh, just dance and 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 also just music and uh, the whole performing performance stuff. So uh, that's how I pretty much that's the reason I got interested into it. And uh -huh. then, uh, so how old? How old around? I was fifteen. 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 That's, yeah, fifteen. That, that's quite late, I guess. Yeah, it is. For for nowadays, maybe for back then, is is around the same as me, like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. But I feel like now people start way earlier than that. Way earlier. <laughs> like, I see kids at eight, they were like, I was just bro. like making drawings or something. I was Yo. just playing outside. Yeah, I was, I was causing trouble. I wasn't dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look like. A yeah. <laughs> so did you did once you like got that and you were like inspired and you're like yo. I can I can be Usher. Like, <laughs> were you? Did you go to like dance classes or training, or were you just like jamming in your bedroom? No, I was. Uh, it was my sister. The thing is with, with the, also the reason why I didn't like dancing is because my sister used to force me to. You know, she made a choreography, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah do this dance, do this dance." I was like, "I don't want to dance." I was like, "Stop," <laughs> you know. So, uh, but it gave me some technique and some just hip-hop because she was like a real hip-hop head like she used to oh, hip -hop, like old school running man just bouncing and grooving you know so um so that's where it's pretty much started and then i did not get into dance class until i was 18 mm -hmm. because before that uh, i used to be in a dance uh dance team mm -hmm. and we, um we took uh we got training and then from that training we did performances so i got a lot of experience performing getting on stage from uh from the beginning of my dancing um my dance start yeah yeah so that's how it started start. was there was there any formal training like did you do ballet did you do any other nope. techniques no no in the beginning i uh well my grandmother tried to teach me ballroom <laughs> Okay. but i was like uh, i was outside but um i got just practices like i got training from the dance um dance captain mm -hmm. and then from 18 i went to a dance studio just taking classes from jake and penge he's uh, uh he's from oh he speaks french i think he's from france that's bad. This is really bad friends. I need to check with him. But I I know for sure he's from France. He's from France. Uh -huh. But he uh used to take his classes, um, got into his like his team of um performers. Mm -hmm. And then 
they said like, yeah, but you need to take technical classes. You need to take ballet and stuff like that. But I didn't like comprehend the whole, okay, when you build a career as a dancer, it's good to have a lot of technique. I just, I was young and I was just like, I wanted to be, you know, just dance and just yeah. have fun and just dance to music. And I was like, I don't see Asha doing ballet. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that, that didn't connect for me, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but then later when, you know, you see how big the dance world is, you see what the possibilities are and also other dancers inspiring me. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing, like other dancers that have that, skill like those techniques inspire you like brian friedman you know it's like he's a different type of dancer or you would see Jen, especially janet jackson's dancers yeah they were like very versatile so yeah like, oh that's cool i want to do that and then how yeah you have to take you know so mm -hmm. uh, ballet and, and jazz and you know so uh and then i started taking a few ballet classes but i'm not at all like I don't, I, I, I wouldn't, no, I might, I basic is to base this. I know a lot about it, but like me doing it. No. <laughs> yeah, you, it's like, it's kind of like me. It's like, I know the terminology, I understand yeah. it, but don't ask me to do it. <laughs> exactly, no. Yeah. You know, or one of them. Um, yeah. So when, when was it that you knew dance could be, a, or when did you want it to be a profession? Um, I think for me, let's see. I think for me, it was just sawing, like also it's, it's, it's Usher. Uh, mm -hmm. When he did, um, what's that music video? You don't have to call. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the, 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 the strongest memory I have of, oh, I wanna do that. Mm. When he did his, uh, his tour, when he did this music video, I was like, I wanna be right there with those guys dancing and just doing that. That's when it just really like, when the fire sparked for me. Yeah. Okay. So before what... that also, you know, you had artists like Aliyah and just doing cool stuff. But when that really, when I was really determined, that's when, when uh, it was when I saw that video. So how did it go from wanting to do it to starting to work as a dancer? Like what was your, what was your break into actually getting paid for it? Did you start off as a teacher or were you straight away performing? No, performing was my first. I first, uh, when I was in that group, when I was 15, 16, mm -hmm. I started, because uh, uh, I saw that group when I was at a, a school party or something, and they were performing in the break during mm -hmm. the DJ sets. And I was like, ooh, that's cool. That's, I, I want to join them, you know? So I went and visited them. I trained with them. And uh, they did also paid for performances. So that's when I started getting paid, like, you know, it was just like, 10 like similar to 10 euros or 50 25 euros so like little small money you know? uh -huh. but for me it was just about performing and i was like oh you can get paid for this yeah <laughs> but for me it was never about the money because it was uh -huh. just a, this joy that i feel when i dance mm -hmm. so it just it just gave me a lot of joy and then when you know you meet other dancers they tell you like oh well there's a whole world where you can just do performances and dance with artists and just mm -hmm. you know it started for me being with a group and being so solace just about dancing and then later working with artists and doing big shows for brands or whatever that came later but mm -hmm. uh yeah and that was around i think when i was 18 i did my first professional performance with mm -hmm. for nike I oh sick um is was amsterdam back then was dance big as a career was it like easy to have a career in dance was there a lot of work or was it quite vast 
was it easy back then? Yeah, because obviously uh, now no, dance, no, is a, no, dance no. now in Amsterdam is popping. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, still, then, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't get, don't get it twisted, though. It, it's, it, it's, uh, it, it wasn't that. Like it's right now, it was definitely not like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely not in Amsterdam, uh, in the Netherlands. It was uh, uh, what was most popular was show ballet, like uh, uh, classical trained dancers mm -hmm. that dance at TV shows. Okay. And they and it was very, um, you know, ballet, jazz, very mm -hmm. much show musical because Netherlands is a musical country. Like mm -hmm. musicals are big here. It's not like the U.S. where you have hip hop. Uh, that's big. You have uh, uh, the country scene. That's big. The country is like a different, mm -hmm. on a different level here. You know, it's different, different culture. So the dance scene here just started picking up when "So You Think You Can Dance" pretty much started, and that's like mm -hmm. right now. Oh man, that's like eight years ago, ten years ago. Damn. And did did you choreograph on the first season? Yes, I I choreographed every season. Of so you think yeah. How did that? How did that come around? Like, did you submit to it? Did, like, did they see your work? Like, how do you just become a choreographer? Because that's strange. Because most people, it takes years to become a choreographer. You know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it started with um, I did uh, YouTube, YouTube. Mm -hmm. It was YouTube because I had a, a little dance group mm -hmm. that I used to train, which is uh, I think it were like eight girls. Girls. And I used to train them, and then once in a while I would record a video and then put it on YouTube. Oh. And uh, it got it was uh, was a it was to a song "Apologize" from One Republic. True. And and yeah, everybody yeah, knows yeah. that song. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. that song. Yeah. But um, it um, it got a lot of views for that time. It was like it went over a million views for oh. like, and, and it was just when YouTube just started. Instagram yeah, back didn't exist. Like back then, a million yeah. views. Yeah. <laughs> so those like Instagram, Facebook uh, didn't exist yet. It was just forms, like you know, just yeah. posting your video. Do you do you know Boogie Zone? Yes. I posted it on Boogie Zone, oh, and it was sick. like, whoa, this is crazy, and everybody was like, sharing it, you know. And then it got yeah. like a lot of views, and uh, so then uh, the people in the netherlands uh, started uh, so you think you can dance and they were looking for choreographers from the netherlands but there weren't and like like do, in the hip-hop uh, uh, category like hip-hop uh, yeah. for the hip-hop choreography so yeah. it was it wasn't there so they asked me this young guy and uh, i was like okay this is an opportunity yeah but mind you because i was what was i i was 19 no, no, I was older than that. I don't remember how old I was. I was like, but, to choreograph a TV show? Yo, that's young. Yeah, but I was I was very young. I think I was 19. It feels like 19. But um, but I, I didn't know everything, of course. Because if I would look back at it now, I would say I was not qualified to do it. Yeah. Because so I, like, what I know now compared to then, I was like, I don't I just, I was like, okay, I want to do it. I knew some stuff. I knew I, I had some information. I was learning along the way, but um, I, I would not turn it, you know, change it, change the thing. But still, you know, if I look back at it, of course, you know, if you look back at things, you're going to be like, oh, I would have done things differently. Yeah, for sure. And I guess if you hadn't had such a long dance career, like I think if you'd had a 10 year dance career already in the belt and then went into choreography, you know, you learn so much as a dancer being on the job by 
you know seeing changes and seeing things that happen so yeah. without having even experienced really much of that to go straight into being the choreographer it's like like do you know about like final position do you know about holding the final frame do you know about like the following the camera well, changing angles all these other the, things the thing is the thing is i i i, I did have wait no i remember now i was not 18 i was older than that I remember because before I did uh, the first season of So You Think You Can Dance, I did Dirty Dancing, The Time of Your Life. I was As a competitor? Yeah. I was, in, I was in the second season and it was a, a show in the UK, right? From yeah, like, yeah. Living TV or something? Yeah, I've had, I've had quite a few people on this podcast which have been on that show, which is really strange. Really? Yeah, like my best friend, Jordan Durrell, one of my best mates. Like, he he worked for me. He won the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won it. And then I've had Jamie Kritzis. He was on the first season. Like, and now you, the second yeah, season. Yeah, well. exactly. So, and uh, I learned a lot from that, doing that show. And then, uh -huh. so I had, because at the show, you had to make your own choreography. You know, so I had, uh -huh. was, I had uh, that's where I got a lot of uh, uh, experience from that. But also right before um that i went to la for the first time and i took a lot of classes and was there for like three months so a lot happened in a short amount of time but it did help me prepare mm -hmm. for so you think you can dance yeah so that's how i felt confident to do it how was that uh, dirty dancing did you it enjoy was, it <laughs> i was the only Dutch guy there. There was like yeah. a lot of people from the UK, uh, some people from Scotland, Pamela. Yeah, uh, Pamela yeah Pam, yeah. Pam, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. James Collins. He, yeah. Kiefer Coleman. I was, he was my partner in the finale. Oh, sick. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> That's so dope. I'm so excited to go on YouTube after this and find all this. No, 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 no. Please don't. Please I'm don't. so excited. <laughs> There's a lot of because my my vision my vision of you is like dancing for Usher like choreographer not like dirty dancing time of your life I'm so I, excited I already regret saying it because it's out there now. <laughs> I'm so happy <laughs> but uh, yeah so but I'm happy that you know like a lot of stuff that I've done as a dancer YouTube wasn't there yet so yeah I'm happy it's like in the past like people won't find out ever what that was. <laughs> in the past, stays in the past. So okay, so you've you've been on Dirty Dancing. Did you do well on it? I was second. I was uh, runner-up. That's how I got my contract with Block. Ah, okay, this because, makes sense. Yeah, I didn't win, but uh, still, uh, the agent uh, offered me a contract. Oh, sick! So then, is that how? Did you move to LA after Dirty Dancing? So you think? Did you move there, or did you just happen to book? No, 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 no. I, um, so first the timeline is, um, I did a competition. Uh -huh. I won 10,000 euros with that, money, <laughs> with that money. I went to LA, mm -hmm. but they asked me at that time to, uh, do so you think you can dance. No, I like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So I got the money. I went to LA and then, uh, uh, um, Got the money. Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Then after Dirty Dancing, I booked a straight flight to LA with the money that I won and uh -huh. my contract. Yeah. And then I was in LA to arrange everything, the contract and stuff like that, and the mm -hmm. whole, you know, the whole fees and stuff. 
And then I went back to Amsterdam to choreograph for So You Think You Can Dance. Okay, so then what happened? So you do So You Think You Can Dance. I yeah. guess you're probably pretty mind blown. You're choreographing probably the, the biggest dance show in your country at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, So You Think You Dance was, I mean, it wasn't good in the UK, but it's been, it's still going there, I think, right? Where, in, in the Netherlands? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I know. No, eight seasons and then it was done. Still, eight seasons is a lot. We had two. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't do very that well. That is so it. weird for the UK, though. I know. It just didn't, just didn't sit. We had, they did two seasons here. And they were good. It wasn't bad TV. It was good dancing. It was good to watch. It just didn't, didn't, didn't stick. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's a strange one. Um, so then what's the journey from doing these things, which are obviously incredible, booking your dream job with the person that made you want to be a dancer like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so dope well um so right like after i did dirty dancing in time of your life because before like the thing was when i did the, the competition where i won 10k mm -hmm. with that money it was my goal to start my dream to become you know to go to the us and do whatever i wanted to do like to uh -huh. dance you know, in, in LA, mm -hmm. but then the offer for uh, Dirty Dancing came because mm -hmm. my agent in Amsterdam, she sent me an email like, oh, hey, there's this competition that where you can win a prize to, uh, to get a, to get, um, to get an agency. And it was the perfect agency. So mm -hmm. my life, like a lot of things connect, you know, in a, in a magical way. So yeah. uh, then so in between my journey to LA, I got to, I signed up to do Dirty Dancing and I got offered to do So You Think You Can Dance. Mm -hmm. And all of those things helped me to, to get my uh, application ready because, yeah. you know, when you want to go to the US, you need to uh, show that uh, you, in, in your country that you've done a lot of things and yeah. that you are at the top of your, mm -hmm. you know, of your scene. Yeah. So, uh, so then I did So You Think You Dance, saved my money. Oh, Sean Cheeseman. Oh, no. You know who's in here? Sorry, I got distracted. Who? Sean Cheeseman is here. And he's yes. A he's a judge on <laughs> Dirty he Dancing. He was. He Club. was. Yes, Sean, we're talking yes, about Sean. But <laughs> a lot of, a lot of like, a lot, I owe a lot to Sean Cheeseman too. And he's yeah. an awesome person. I'm just gonna talk good stuff about him since he's here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and he loves me, but. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, uh, I saved my money. Uh, I did as much work I, as I could to prepare myself to go to, uh, to LA actually. So I was already working on it. And then in between I got, went into different paths. And then I think, second or third season i went back i got my visa approved and then i went uh, i moved to the us and what was that like moving from home to the states um home from the states it was it was it was it was it was magical it, because i i because la felt like a place like this dreamy place you know mm -hmm. you go to north hollywood where there are a lot of artists and people that want to make their everybody goes there to make to uh, to make their dreams come true. So you have mm -hmm. a lot of passionate people. People are dancing the whole day, taking classes the whole day. You can take like five classes on a day. 
you know, in the Netherlands, it's just like two or, you know, now it's changed, but back then, no, it was different. Yeah. So for me, it felt like going to, like being in the, it felt like I was in the right place. It mm. felt like I was supposed to be there. It mm. felt, um, because the thing is, I'm not, I, I don't get homesick real. Like, at that's, all. So that's good. That helped. Uh, and uh, so I was like, bye. Yeah, peace. <laughs> peace. Because <laughs> so, I, I was like working, like, like getting the work visa, like people mm -hmm. from outside of the US, like they understand how hard it's, it is. It's, it's just stress. It's so, just stress. Exactly. So I was like really working hard to get everything in order and, and just fixing everything. And, mm. and it was like a reward. The weather was nice. <laughs> Yeah. You know the weather. Yeah, yeah. I know how the weather here and it's in Amsterdam. So it really felt like a like a reward and I was very happy to be there. Was it difficult being there? Like did you struggle financially or did you work right away? Um what I did, I kept my spending low. Mm -hmm. Smart. I didn't figure that out. <laughs> That, that wasn't in my business plan when I went there at all. I was like, yo, I'm here. I'm going to take every class. I'm going to get a car. I'm going to eat out. Like, yo, what? Yeah. Three, three, three months later, I was like, yo, I can't stay here. <laughs> it was like, I need a job. Because yeah, uh, I, did, I, like, I, I didn't go there with a lot of money. Um, and actually, the, the funny thing is, I didn't worry about money because I didn't have to spend a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Because I stayed in a house with like I think like fifteen people. Oh. It was like uh, it was, now you have home for dancers. Yeah, Marissa uh, from Paris, Marissa from Paris, yeah, Marissa from Paris. But before that, it wasn't there yet. So there was this. I just went on Craigslist, which is very dangerous. <laughs> it is. It <laughs> but is. there was this house. It was like I think it was like a few hundred dollars to a month yeah to stay there so, just you get a bunk bed and that's it because i didn't like i didn't need much i just needed my food my place to sleep and my dance classes mm -hmm. and i i'm not the type to you know i i didn't rent a car I, because the studio was not even 10 minutes walking from where i stayed so i figured okay. everything out to to just survive as long as possible to um get more chances yeah you're like a minimalist you know you yeah. made everything as minimal as possible yeah, and that's actually also my character because I don't like people say like, "Oh, you always wear a hoodie." Yeah, it saves me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I don't shop a lot, you know. No. And it just it, and that's also something I would advise to dancers because it's a uh, I would I see it as a long game. Yeah. You wanna, if you want to stay in it as long as possible, you really also have to pay attention to your finances. Mm-hmm. You know, don't spend uh, uh, too much. Don't like. I don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Or I don't. I don't. I don't like. If people like always have new sneakers, I I wear. I'm the pants that I wear. I, like people are probably gonna gross out, but <laughs> the pants I wear though. But the pants that I wear in my tutorials or in my TikTok videos, I've probably been having wearing those for four years or something. <laughs> Yo, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Exactly. So, you know, guys, are you talking about LA? So, so I'm yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, we're talking about LA. You yeah, can yeah, tell just by about. saying how expensive it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you, that's, that's a great quality to have. But what I found in LA was, like, if I wasn't doing, if I didn't look the part, I didn't get perceived as the part. 
yeah, you know, because it's, yeah. it's quite a, a, a superficial place. Yeah. You know, and I remember being like, yo, like when we went out, everyone looked fly. And I was like, I need to look fly. And I'd be like, I, I don't have the, the cool clothes that were in the UK. It wasn't cool in LA. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, That's I was like, right. that is so right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to kind of revamp, but yeah. without losing, but without losing my flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. even just looking at me, you'd go, he dresses different. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially from the people that I wanted to dance with and work with and hang out with. So yeah. I was constantly like, okay, I need to fit in, but I need to also stay me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that, yeah. that was a weird one for me in LA. It was like, yeah. even shopping, like clothes didn't fit me properly. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, yeah. the, the only time I spent money also for, from, for closing, it was for auditions. Because I, I actually didn't go out though. I didn't party. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I actually didn't hang out with like a lot. So I did not like what you said, like going out and just looking the part. I did not have that. I just, I actually really pretty much just dressed the way I wanted to dress when I went just on the streets. But when mm -hmm. I had an audition, I just wore what was described in the, the brief, in the, in, the, in the briefing. So yeah, at sure. the edgy, I was looking for something that's edgy. So all my money went into investing in the auditions and I did not um, know. I did not like when I, and if I went to a party, I just went the way I wanted to. Yeah. Try. I and think for like the first month I went to parties and stuff. And then I was like, I can't afford this lifestyle, <laughs> you know? And then, and then I stopped drinking as well. Like I stopped yeah. drinking and everything. Cause I was like, yo, I can't drive like and drink. Like it, it just limited everything going to parties for me. So I was like, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's right. That's right. And then, then the only things I'd end up going to was dance events like carnival and those yeah. things. And, and they, they, they were the things where I felt like I needed to try and fit in, you yeah. know, cause that was, when I was going there, I'd be like, yo, my agent's here. Every yeah. dancer is here. All the yeah. people I want to work for are here. Yeah. I need to, I need to be recognized. You know, I need to look yeah. cool. That's so interesting that the way you see the, the way you say it, because I, 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 I experienced it in a different, I, I the, the thing is I was not, very conscious uh, conscious mm -hmm. about that at that moment when i was at carnival i was not paying i knew there were agencies and there might be artists and stuff like that but i was just there and having fun and because i should have maybe paid more attention to it but i didn't think that agents would remember like people like you know if if let's say okay there would be like something i heard janet jackson's was there and I would just do uh, mm -hmm. some freestyle then okay you know maybe it would matter at that time but just walking mm -hmm. around there I was like I, I like I didn't bother like the only moment where it mattered for me was during the auditions because that's where you make an impression but I think that's um, also a bit naive because also networking the way you said like being around the people you want to work with is very important so but I was I was in my mind at certain parts, I was not, I think, conscious. So I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna do a go do an audition and kill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my only thing. And then yeah. later, there was this seminar, which also pretty much sparked something in me. I hope people are uh, not as far falling asleep, but you know, the block, the block, the block seminars. Yeah, no, Yo, the... it was it was a seminar from um, Lisette and Shonique, and it oh, was. Sick creating opportunities, creating ops. And it was their first one. And, and it was to give you insights on the, on the, on the dance industry. 
and how to get booked more or how to just get with an agency and stuff like that you know so that was a very very interesting seminar to be with because i did some auditions and i was like oh i was not getting booked because i did like a rihanna audition i think christina aguilera and there were dances that were so good i was like whoa i need yeah. to something what's what is up i need to like something in my head needed to be um I just needed some inspiration. So I went mm -hmm. to that seminar and then uh, they had us write down our goals that we wanted to achieve in a year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could just write down, okay, I wanna, I would like to get improved or I would like to, you know, just get booked for, I don't know, just maybe a small job. And, I, mm -hmm. and then they said, you know, just write down what you really want. And then I was like, okay, let me just, stop being so shy and just write down what i really wanted so i wrote down okay i would like to get a because we had to write it down with dates and time yeah. and when it would going to was going to happen reversed so mm -hmm. i would have to write down i would like to get booked i will get booked for a tour with usher then rehearsals then uh, audition and then uh, uh get a call so in reverse mm -hmm. order and then we had to write down when that would happen. And that was like very scary because mm -hmm. what if it yeah. would not happen at the time? What if? But the thing is, as a kid, I was very on, on, uh, I had no limits on dreaming, on mm -hmm. just thinking big. I was like, okay, I want to go to the US. I want to go dance with Usher. That's how I thought. I was like, okay, I'm going to be big. I'm mm -hmm. going to do this. I'm going to do whatever I wanted to do. So that, that got lost when i when i started growing up you know you mm -hmm. just get reality and it's like oh yeah it's not for everybody so when i was at that seminar i let that every i let all of that go i was like i'm just gonna be me as a kid again just write down whatever i want to do and i wrote That's it down and then so a week sick. later i got i got a call <laughs> i got a like, week yeah, check check you have to check on my instagram i wrote the story and it's 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 called no. uh, how the universe works and it's I got I got a I got I got the same paper that I wrote the dates down. You can see it. The evidence is there. Oh my goodness! Everything is there. Okay. Also, also the email from the the block agency, and also and then we had to um, rehearse the same day of the audition. So you would get booked the same day. The same day I went into the so, audition, I was like, okay, so if I get this audition, I'm gonna rehearse today, and that was the same day I met Usher. Okay. So first of all. What was it like just receiving the email about an audition? Okay, dude. Like that, first, just just the, just the fact that you the, that you have a chance is like yeah, yeah. You know? So I was I was uh, at my at my home with a lot of people, and I was in the living room, and I was just like chilling. Like it was, I think it was a, like a really, it was one of those days where you're like, mm, should I take class or what am I going to do? You have like actually nothing to do. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at my phone, just scrolling, because I had this. Uh, it was not no iPhones yet. It was just like this. What was it like? A, like it was like a computer phone ish. Mm -hmm. So I could check my emails. I opened it up. Usher auditions, like very like with big letters. I was like, this, 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 this is what I came for. This is that moment. Yeah. This, this, this is it. <laughs> and I was like, I. This is my job. I, I was uh, yeah. the the weird thing was I was so determined like I was so sure that yeah. I was going to book it I knew it at that moment I was like 
looking at the email, I was like, this is my job. There's this something is- about that mentality that carries across and, and it works. You know, yeah. like when, when you know, yeah. like there's something about it, which like, it just happens. Yeah. And I bet, I bet your energy and you know, in red in the whole audition, I bet as soon as you walk through the door, like, yeah. I bet they recognize you and go, this guy's confident. This guy's yeah. all right. Like, do you yeah. mean, and most people are a bit, oh shit, it's an audition. Yeah. I'm nervous. Like, yeah. I was like, no, this, this, I, I'm not going home. <laughs> cause, cause I brought my rehearsal clothes. So when I packed my, of course. I packed it sick, like, I am going to rehearse today. And and they were just looking for two people. Oh, it was like a close audition. It was me and eventually it was me and Tyrell Washington. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know him? Yeah, but yeah. The, 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 the crazy thing was, because this story, like my story is like very long and, and uh, Fly was the choreographer and with Fly Burden. And I met him 10 years before that audition. Oh, in LA? No, in Amsterdam. Because oh, I, there was, there was this, let me tell this story because I got yeah, a lot yeah. of stories. There was this, uh, a competition. It was called Pepsi, uh, Pepsi workshop. It was Pepsi something street. That's something like, no, mm-hmm. Pepsi to New York, something like that. But, uh, the, um, uh, the choreographer fly mm-hmm. for us from Usher came to the Netherlands and he was teaching workshops. And at that workshop, we got to learn. Yeah, I think. It was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was choreography from the tour because he was like, yeah, I just came off tour. I normally don't do this because Fly never teaches, you know that. Mm, yeah, never. He doesn't teach. So it was special that he was there. So uh, I did the, uh, I did that workshop and there were two rounds. You have uh, different like states, like different cities. And mm-hmm. then from that city, he picks, he picks two per people, two people. Mm-hmm. So I went to that final and in the final I won. So I won a, a ticket to New York to take classes and just, and that's where I met Brian Friedman and a lot of, you know, from, it was the Pulse, Pulse something. It was yeah. like, there was like Monsters of Hip Hop, but then. Yeah. Yeah. Pulse. It was called the Pulse. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's how so, I got. Yeah. So, and then um, that's, but that's when I met Fly because he was like, oh yeah, you're so good. You remind me of me. So then fast forward 10 years later, um, I, got, uh, I got that call from the audition. I saw his name and then everybody was, because it was an Alley Cat studio. And, uh, mm-hmm. Alley Cat is a studio, for the people that don't know, it's a studio in Los Angeles. A lot of people rehearsed there and a lot, all the dancers were in, 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 um, in a different area. But I was like, it's time to start the audition. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna look around the corner to see what's up because there were multiple studios and Fly was sitting there and he was waiting for everybody. So I was like, shouldn't we start the auditions? And he was like, yeah, where's everybody? So I got a little one-on-one moment with him, like that little contact, like, and he was, and I was like, do you remember who I am? Cause I was like, he probably won't remember. And he was like, yeah, I remember you. Like, Say, hey. of course I remember you. And then, you know, cause I think that also was like, okay, he's here. And I remember yeah. this guy. And, it says a lot from for from for uh, it says a lot when somebody is grinding so as uh, long as I've, I have been from ten years going you know just a ten years time span going from Amsterdam doing that workshop and then going to the you know the LA yeah. to realize your dreams and I'm right in front of your face again yeah and then I was just like okay now I have to prove myself so I was like doing the choreography it was DJ God is falling in love doing flips like like that like not even 30 centimeters like 
a distance, like on close yeah. range. So just doing the impossible, pretty much. And because uh, I was like really working on my flips, like a lot when I was in LA. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's pretty much how. Uh, and then, okay, so then we were in the audition, and they were cutting constantly, not like okay, two cut rounds. No, it was like six rounds. So they were like, okay, five groups of five. And then they were like cutting three, two people on the side. And then from that group on the side, they made another group and I cut, yeah. cut, cut. You know how it goes. So they yeah. kept cutting, cutting, cutting. And I was like, I do not want to get cut in neither of these rounds. And then eventually there were three people left. Me, uh, Goof, it was also a veteran dancer. Yeah. He has been dancing for Usher. Nah. And Tyrell, who also have, has danced for Usher. And I'm, I was the only guy that I had, I had one job, just one job mm -hmm. on my resume. That was Jermaine Jackson, which yeah. is pretty much a big name. Just, but, yeah. You know, but still though, it, no tour at all. No yeah. other big artists. So there I was, and I was, my heart was beating. I was like, they're just going to pick two. So one of us is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is gonna be marinated. So, so they didn't pick Goof. No, he did. He picked me, and uh, uh, and he picked me before and, and Tyrell. Tyrell and I. Yo, first of all, props to you, man. Like, you. bro, especially that like Goof. Like, if people don't know who Goof is, which not not as many people know who he is as they should. Like, yeah. everyone, everyone who. Has a career in dance or wants one should know who Goof is. You know, <laughs> like he's, he's yeah. a legend. Yeah, uh, he's bro, like that. If you watch all those music videos on the tour. He like he, bro, everything. It's like everything. It's like telling your best friend, like, oh no, I'm I'm gonna cut you because Fly and, and Goof are like friends. they've worked together for ten years before that. They've got yeah. a ten year history. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Hey, what's up, Phil? Sorry, I, I need yes, to Phil. What up, Phil? I see you. I see you, Phil. <laughs> Yo, Phil's the man. Yeah. So, did you um? So, what was that feeling like, bro? When they did they cut Goof and say you two have got it? Yeah, there and, and then. then. Yeah, like uh, Fly came out uh, out of the studio because they were like talking a long time. It felt like forever because we okay we were sitting at Alicat Studio like outside with the three of us and they were just having a conversation and they I mean uh. Um, Tyrell and Goof, they were just chatting. And I was sitting there. I was like, I'm one of the last three. I might get it. I need to get it. <laughs> if I don't get it, I'll die. You know, I, there was a lot of thoughts that went through my yeah. mind at that moment. And I was like, man, is this real? And that fly came out and my heart was like beating like crazy. So, uh, and then fly came out and he said like, okay, sorry, Goof, I'm just gonna go with these two young cats. Uh, and then I was like, really, I got picked? I got picked and then I couldn't believe it. It really, it really, really felt like a dream. Cause I know how, you know, how it feels when you dream. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm about to wake up in a few seconds and I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it felt, but it just kept going. And then straight ahead, like in a few minutes, we went into rehearsal rehearsals and the other dancers came in. Uh, 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 what's his name again? Uh, Marvelous came in. Uh, uh, Devin. Came in. Devin wasn't uh, on it yet. Oh, it didn't do that one, no. no. Devin wasn't there yet. Uh, it was, um, Ter was Teresa Espinosa? Teresa Espinosa? No, no, not yet. No, no. Uh, because the thing, okay, I also need to say this because before I went to do the auditions for Usher, there was already a previous audition before that. They already booked dancers. Yeah. So it was actually already set. 
So something happened in the universe, like I would say, Marv Rio, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, like sick, a, cool. Something happened that caused, because uh, you have uh, AJ, Akumon Jones. Yes. And he was, there was already a team for it. Because mm. I missed that audition. Because uh -huh. I was in the Netherlands. And then uh, 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 something happened and that was another audition. And then that happened. So I, did, I got like a second chance and that's pretty big because before that Usher hadn't done a tour in years, like not yeah. two years, three years, years, like a whole two generation, like maybe yeah. six years or something. So the timing was really immaculate. Like it was magical for me being there. Cause so, I so, you, so you got from, you went from finding out that you've just booked your dream job to start in rehearsal straight away. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you must've been on cloud nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the crazy thing, because I was like, I would, you can imagine me being this like wide-eyed kid, like all these dancers, like my booking my first like big job and all these dancers were like very experienced and they were like very comfortable. And I was like, okay, all I knew was hard work. And mm. I was like, okay, that's what I need to do. Keep working hard mm. and just, because I was always, I was Mr. Full Out. <laughs> so I was, yeah, so I was like, okay, I get the choreography, I do it full out each time, every time, every time. So, and then we were just rehearsing, doing the choreography, and then Usher came in. And remember, <laughs> that's my idol. That's, like, yeah. that's the guy that, you know. You I wanted to be like, him. Yeah, I watched <laughs> you know? yeah. his videos like a million times. Like I'm gliding, I got by watching him, like, you know, that footwork. And I was like, and he was there and I was like, Okay, I need to keep focusing because this is, I, I got a job to do. And I, like, I was like distracted, but I was still focused doing my job. And then this guy, Usher, came sitting right in front of me. Like, if, you, know, when, when, you know, when a choreographer is sitting in front of the mirror just to pester you, just to look in your face, like, okay, what, what you got? What, what you got? I yeah. was the new guy and he knew it. Yeah. So he wanted to test me and I was like, no, 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 buddy. No, 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 no. I worked uh, hard, you know, to get where I am now. And I'm not gonna let you distract me. So I was just like ignoring him and just dancing full out and just killing it. And because the thing is, afterwards, like people got fired on the job. I'm not gonna say who, but like the, the next day there was somebody else, and the day after that there was somebody else again. <laughs> so, people not picking, people not picking up, and like I don't know, I don't know what it was. 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 But did it was, you was that was that one with uh, Eddie Morales? Eddie, no, Eddie Morales came later. This was the first. This was a booking for uh, the, the the premiere of DJ God is Falling in Love, and we did that okay. in New York in the, um, the what's that park? Central Park. Central Park. Central Park. And uh, so there was this. Uh, there was like I don't know the assembly of the team, but there was a team, and um, it was it was with uh, Marv Rio, this girl um, Randy, I think. Not yeah. I'm not sure her name was that, but. I, yeah. I don't remember. Randy Kemper? No, no, no. She wasn't there yet. It was somebody else. It was another girl. I just forgot her name. Mm. I forgot her name. And, and uh, what's his name? Um, uh, and Tyrell, of course. Tyrell Washington. Mm -hmm. The four of us. Yeah. Oh, I remember. It was Amy and... Uh, Amy Allen? Yeah. Amy mm -hmm. Allen and this other girl. Oh, crap. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. That's okay. Yo, that's insane. Crazy, yeah? Yo, that, that first night, when you got home from that first rehearsal, you must have been exhausted. <laughs> Your adrenaline boy, and all day. Uh, 
it was not it was nothing compared to when i was when i when i when, I, when we went on tour though but that's a different story but yeah my i want to i want to know that one too <laughs> I, was, I was on a high i was like i was like did this really happen yeah i was i, I was i was i was also focused of course because that's the thing when yeah. i keep my battery um to check my charger in a bit but yeah i was really focused I was really focused. So I was on cloud nine, but I was also, okay, I do not want to lose my job because I saw people losing their jobs. Yeah. So and I, I guess that gets you in check. That'll get you in check real yes. quick when you're like, yo, people like, once you got the job, you, you're not on the job. Like it's still, it still can change. Yes. 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 And, and there's not many jobs like that. I feel no. like most jobs it's like, okay, on the next time round, we'll switch them. But on day two to be getting changes, you're like, oh shit. Yes. Yes, exactly. So that, 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 that's, that, that kept me, uh, kept me uh, in check. <laughs> so you go from doing, obviously, the, the Central Park gig. How do you get on tour? Does it just flow straight through? Or no, do you keep no, having to audition? No, no, no. That was, that was, that was a different, like, that was, that was, that's a long story, too. But I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. Um, after that, I was like, okay. Because the email said, um, let's, uh, we're going to do, uh, you're going to book this show. And then possibly tours and the tour and et cetera, et cetera. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so if I do this, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'm in. You're, you're in the team, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, 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 no. After that, I got, uh, after the show in New York, I got an email for another edition for Usher and it was the VMAs. And I was like, hold on now, I just already danced for him. So why should I, why do I have to audition again? You know, you guys know me, yeah. right? Yeah. We're friends. I, I'm in, bro. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I had to do that again. And that was stressful because there were like a lot of dancers, of course, and everybody's good. And uh, they were like also, but they were looking for a big group. And I was like, am I going to be in? So this happened. So we did the audition. We did OMG and I love OMG. So that was, is that the VMA with the best rehearsal footage in the entire world? On yeah, YouTube? yeah, 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 yeah. Bruh, that I, I still show students now when I teach and yeah. I'm like, like g always girls. I'm always like girls like, yeah, but you dance like men. Like you're more strong. And I'm like, no, no, no. Watch Ava Bernstein do this damn breakdown. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, watch these yeah. females hit this breakdown and then come and talk to me that you can't hit it like a dude nope, can. Like, nope. And you said a name that Ava Bernstein is off. She is crazy. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we did that. Uh, but no, before we did that, I got, uh, so um, uh, the day of the rehearsal, that's when I got the call, the, like the audition, uh, like the, uh, the book, guy got booked. So they waited really long with yeah. announcing who got booked. So I woke up and then I was looking at my phone because the night before I was like, oh, I didn't get an email. I probably didn't get booked. So I was sad. <laughs> I was like, crap, I didn't get booked. Wow. So, and then the next day I got the emails like, okay, you have to rehearse today. Yes, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Morales, we're talking about you. We're talking about yeah. you. <laughs> what up, Eddie Morales, legend in the house. That's legend. Jewels and receipts. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, yeah, we, I had to wait a long time for that, e for that email. And then we went into the rehearsal. Eddie Morales was there too. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, then we booked, uh, so we did the VMAs. Uh, yeah. And then after that, 
because they said, okay, yeah, so you're going to, uh, uh, maybe if you do the VMAs, then maybe you're going to book the tour. No, 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 no. There was no, another no, no. audition. <laughs> yeah. There was another audition. And, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's like, but don't you think, because you've already done two gigs now. Like, yeah. that's, that adds a bit of extra pressure because it's yeah. like, yo, I've already won you over twice. Yeah. I've got to do it again? Like, yeah. you still yeah, don't yeah. trust me. Cause it, but it felt for me that, you know, maybe I wasn't good enough. So, you know, because all of those thoughts go into your head. Because I was new. I was new. I was like, I don't know how it works here. I didn't know. I was like, okay, when, if you have to do audition again, they, they're probably they're not happy with you. So I, um, uh, so I did that audition. And uh, what happened again? I have to think because I'm getting old. <laughs> um, audition. Crap, I have to think about this. Because um, what I do know what happened is that we did an audition. And then they were looking for um, one more um, white person. Mm -hmm. So I was at the audition, and I was the only dark guy there. So I was like, hmm, I might not get booked for this because they probably not, they don't need me. Yeah, yeah. we were at El Gassi. Eddie Morales knows everything. So, yeah. uh, and then, um, uh, and that's where also where I think I met Devin Jameson also. Uh -huh. And Casper was there too. And then, uh, so, but there was, I was at the end of the cut. So I was at the end. So there was no... You and a bunch of white dudes at the end. Yeah, exactly. Me. Because they're, they're auditioning for white folk. And exactly, exactly. <laughs> nice. So, so then uh, they picked Devin, and wow. then I was not booked for the tour. Wow. So I was bummed out. But to me, like, I already, you know, I danced with, you know, I danced with uh, uh, Usher. So I was like, okay, well, dude, you can't be sad, but be happy, bro. You, like, you did something awesome, mm -hmm. you know? Then... Uh, uh, Heffa was, let me see, who was off of it? Um, somebody got off the tour. I think it was Rio. And then they had needed somebody else. Then, let me see, Heffa got onto the tour. Heffa Leka, such an yeah. awesome dancer. Bro. And then Heffa went to dance with Chris Brown. Mm -hmm. Then needed, then, then they, uh, asked me to come and rehearse. But they kind of looks like they were looking for no. Sorry, I to, I'm just messing up everything. It was Fly. Fly went off the tour. Fly. Uh -huh. No, no, not Fly. What's the name again? Flowmaster. Flow. Flowmaster. Flowmaster went off. But they were like looking somebody like maybe with a similar complex, I think. Mm -hmm. So eventually, then I was like, I was. I remember this vividly. I was rehearsing. Uh, we did a hot toddy, and then Eddie Morales came in. Yeah. <laughs> My heart dropped into my shoes because I knew like a legend just came in and I was like man I know exactly what's going to happen now they're just gonna book Eddie Morales <laughs> you know so then, yeah. uh, that's when I knew like okay well I'm not gonna be on the tour and then because um, then you know I, I got uh, disappointed again so I had a lot of disappointments uh -huh. A lot of disappointments, and uh, so uh, I was off the tour, and then I booked an awesome commercial. So at that time, I was like, "Why did this happen to me?" Afterwards, I was like, "Okay, some it happened for a reason because that commercial made me 
a lot of uh gave me a lot of experience and also a lot of money yeah which, which is, is really good it is i needed to also to survive of course then yeah so uh i booked that commercial and i got um i got over it the fact that i um uh didn't uh book that tour and the, and the funny thing is well it's not funny but i got asked again to come mm -hmm. rehearse because uh devin jameson was had some stuff with his uh, visa and stuff like that mm -hmm. And uh, they asked me to rehearse again, and then Devin came back, and then I got disappointed again. But you know, so I had a lot of disappointment just to keep ups and downs. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ups and downs, and it really uh, toughened me up more. Yeah. So um, before uh, you carry on, before you carry on, this is going to kick us off in one minute. Can I sign out okay. and come back in? Yeah, definitely. I don't want to lose your mid sentence. Okay, and I'm going to get my charger. All right, sick. I'll see you in a moment. We're okay. back. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, so it's it's it has been a. A turbulent. Uh, let me just add, wait until people come back. <laughs> yeah, man. This 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 camp has given you some ups and downs, you know. Yes, definitely. It was uh, it was insane. Definitely insane. Like uh, it, 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 it 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 really um, shaped me for you know just what I do now. Also, it mm -hmm. just gives it just gave me a lot of perspective and. Also, I just really find, you know, you learn how that whole scene works, mm -hmm. you know, and also just real life, you know, just working with people and just uh, inter interacting and stuff like that. There's something about L like the the way it works in L.A., which I found very different to the U.K. Like I, I had a similar thing where I was going to rehearsals for a job with Casper and Jr. And I got, uh, like, for, well, it wasn't in rehearsal. It was, a, we were picking up a shoot day for a music video that we shot. They needed to get some extra shots because the artist wasn't happy. So yeah. I was going to do the shoot. I'm on the way to the shoot, and I get uh, a text from Eden, uh, who was Fly's assistant at the time. Like, are, yeah. you, oh, yeah. are, you, are, you, are you free to rehearse today at, like, two? And I was like, no. Like, for what? Like, I'm, uh, and I'm on my way to a gig. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I've got a shoot today. Like, is there any way I can come after or like if there's more rehearsals, I can pick it up. And she didn't say anything. She didn't give any details. She just said, you're free. But I knew that it was for Chris Brown. Like, like I knew because I knew that they were they were in the works with like working on stuff for him. And I, bro, I was like, I was driving to this shoot like and I didn't know if I was upset. I was like, I'm getting direct booked for the biggest artist in the world but I have to say no to it because I'm working for JLo's choreographers for some huge Israeli artists. Like, and that, you know, the inside of me wanted to like, be like, yo, Casper, I ain't coming. Like, <laughs> you know, like, 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 yeah. I, cause like this sounds awful, but I didn't give a crap about working for that artist. I cared about working for Casper and JR, you yeah. know, I cared about them, not about the artist and about the paycheck too. Yeah. So I got there. And me and Casper were there early. Like, everyone was late. We were there early. And he, I got in his, he was like, go, yo, come chill in my truck. And I got in there. And I'd only ever known him from this one job, you know? And he was like, yo, what's up? You seem really down. And I was like, it's cool, bro. And he was like, no, what's wrong? Like, I can tell. Like, normally you're, you know me. Normally I'm like, ah, until I'm in a bad mood. Then I'm like, <laughs> I was in a bad mood. And he was like, what's up? And I was like, like, Eden and Fly have asked me if I'm available today for a shoot. Uh, for rehearsals and he was like he, he straight away went that's for Chris Brown and I was like <laughs> and I was like I know I know but he didn't even know but we knew you yeah, know it yeah, was yeah. like it was one of those and I, it was like 
so what did you say? Like I explained, and he's like, so what did you say? I was like, I said, no. And he's like, why? And I was like, because I've got to do this. Like I've, I've committed myself to you. And he was like, he just looked at me and he went, give me a minute. Bro, he rung Fly. We were sat in his car. He rang Fly and was like, yo, what's up, Fly? It's Bo. Like, uh, I got Kane with me. Eden's asking to do the rehearsals. And he said, no, I can get into you in an hour. Like, if you wait an hour, I will have him there. I'll do one scene with him as soon as he goes in. And he'll be there in the next 30 minutes. And I'm looking at this guy thinking, wow. Like, the fact that he's gone on a whim. Like, I don't really know this guy. Like, we've worked yeah. together. We don't, and he's gone on a whim. He he's understands. Like, and he understands. And they were like, uh, Fly went, uh, and I could hear it through the phone. And you know how Fly speaks. I don't want to say, but he called him the word. What am I, you know, like, it's Fly, isn't it? And he's like, uh, yo, you're 20 minutes late, dog. Like, uh, I already got another guy in. And my heart, like, broke. Broke inside of me. And then when I saw it was Devin, J Devin Jameson, who was my friend as well, I was, like, happy for him. But at the yeah. same time, oh, I was, was like... Devin? Was it Devin Jameson? Yeah. No, no, oh, Devin Perry, Devin. sorry. Sorry, Devin Perry, Devin Perry. Oh, Devin, no, Devin Perry. It's because oh, I was thinking of Devin. He's bald, right? Yeah, Devin. It was DP from Canada, and yeah, I was yeah. like, and he was like, I used to take his class all the time. Like, I thought he was the dopest, and I was like, happy for him, but bro, my heart broke oh, inside, man. and it was just one of them, man. And I said, Cass was like, sorry, bro, I tried, and he was like, but you did the right thing, you know that. And I was like, yo, my reputation is worth more than my resume. Like, yeah. I don't ever want to be known as the guy that drops out of jobs, uh, the job, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and so I got paid like three hundred dollars for that shoot day. Bro, I spent about five hundred that evening. I went to Target. I drowned my <laughs> I drowned my sorrows in everything, bro. I can understand. It wasn't even worth doing the job. Like, no. <laughs> but I was like, but in my head, I was like, and I, I, out there, I had the same thing. Can you do a JLo audition in the morning at a house? And it's eleven o'clock at night, and I've got to be at a house at nine a.m. And I'm like, yo, this never happens in the UK. No. Who on who on earth like does stuff so last minute? But in LA, it's like, that's the norm thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yo, it, yeah. It, and that tripped me out. The same as like, you're, oh, you got to come to do the audition. And then we start rehearsals in the show in two days. Like just that whole mentality of like, they're so, everything's so cramped in. Yeah. And I was just like, anything can happen. Yeah. I was like, where's the planning? Like, have you not thought about this for weeks? Like you've <laughs> surely you've known that this is happening. Yeah. No, no, no. That's the thing. Like, you know, artists, you know, there's because there's a lot of communication, right? Like you have management, they need to negotiate, and then you know there's some planning going on. So yeah, I understand that stuff gets last minute. Of course, you would wish that everything gets you know done way before, but no, no, it's like anything can happen any second. The, what also something that I found was funny when I went to, uh, to LA for the first time, I mm. uh, met Jaquel, yeah, Jaquel Knight, and I performed with him on Carnival. Oh, he was sick. one of the dancers from uh, Nate Adams. Nate Adams was a choreographer. He did. He also worked for Beyonce. Uh -huh. And then I came back. Maybe I think one year, two, three years later, and Single Ladies happened. Like. So he choreographed Single Ladies, and he was like, it blew up. So yeah. that what I wanted to say is that anything can happen. Like you know, bef like one day you are just you know pretty much doing. Uh, a, a, a promo performance and then the next summer you're working with Beyonce bro it's it, honestly it's such a crazy place like it's, it's weird now to think of like I, I left LA five years ago and to think back I'm like yo was that real like did that life actually did it happen, happen? <laughs> like did it happen you know it's like it feels like a bubble that and, and uh, uh, nothing has ever felt like that that's yeah. why you yeah. know 
for good and bad reasons. Like, yeah, there's yeah. amazing times, but there's <laughs> crazy times too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bro. Yeah. But then I remember then for uh, they did Chris Brown, New Flame. Like, that was what the thing was for. And I remember, bro, watching that video, and I was just like, I hate it. Like, I couldn't even look at it, bro. I'd watch it, and I'd be like, get up fuck off my tv like oh, it just it, it was so much bitter but so here's something crazy so a year, well just then no a year later i booked a vodka commercial mm-hmm. yeah uh and we shot it in the same place that that video happened yeah i don't know if people on the podcast know this already but i shot it in the same place the the white water and the pretty place in the desert. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite, quite a lot of shoots happened there yeah. Uh, shot a vodka commercial, and the day I we arrived on set, I found out that my brother committed suicide. On the same day I was arriving to the set, that the new flame video happened. On, so then in my head I was like, "Yo, that would have been my dream job," but then it would have been my I would never would want to watch the video. Oh wow! That's isn't it weird? Insane. How isn't that strange? Like yeah, like the same set for my dream, like one of my dream jobs that I was cried over for days because I said no. Yeah. Like. You know, and then I was like, yo, things happen for a reason, maybe. Yeah. But yo, yeah. it was so so crazy. And now, even now, when I watch New Flame, well, I don't think of the job anymore. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think of the job now. I think of that feeling with my brother. So yeah. I'm like, yo, maybe I wasn't meant to do the job. Yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. trying to put a downer on it. I'm just saying how the world works. Yeah. It's very strange. That, that, I can definitely relate to that. You know, it's, it was crazy, man. But what made you leave LA? What made you go back home? Um, so eventually I did go on tour. I did the second leg. Which, what was that like? What was that like? That was, that was, that was, that even topped the feeling, well actually, the, no, the feeling of getting booked for the first time for Usher was like, nothing can top that. But just being on tour and just living it, because I already like, because I went through all that disappointment and stuff like that, Mm I, I was in a different state. I was like, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. I'm just gonna do mm. as a uh, good as a uh, good job, my job as good as I can. Cause I was, mm. I was pretty much an understudy though. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to learn everybody's position, which is, <laughs> you know how it is. Yo. Yeah, especially I for that swinging. tour, the transitions on that tour. Yeah. yeah, I had to study everybody. It's crazy. So, um, so that was a tough job and then the way I did my first performance was because Marv got injured mm. during the show. And I was on stand, like I was on standby, but there were, you know, uh, um, uh, everything was going fine the show uh-huh. before. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to be in the, in, in my dressing room, just looking at, at the rehearsal videos. Mm-hmm. Then the, uh, the tour manager came in busting like, Vincent, you gotta go on stage right now. Marv got hurt. <laughs> you're you're sad for him, but you're so happy for you. Dude, I was I was in I was no 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 no. I was not even thinking about it because I was like, am I ready for this? Yeah, you're like, where's my rehearsal for his track? No, because the thing was, I did I didn't I didn't know everybody's position. Like I didn't know everything because I was like there wasn't that much rehearsal time, so I had to learn during the tour to learn everybody's position and i was because i was like marv is not gonna get hurt i've saved him for last yeah of course (laughs) he's strong he's like he he never messes up so i was like oh he's gonna be fine no 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 out of everybody he got hurt so i i was like in my head i was going over everything while walking 
through the dressing room because the, the show was going on. Mm. So it was not, there was no break. It was not before the show, it was during the show. So I had to like, and, and, and the manager was talking, Dave, I think his name was Dave. He's, he was talking in my ear like, don't fuck up, don't mess up, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, I wasn't planning on it, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I didn't, I, like I did, I hadn't, I didn't have, I haven't had a full run through of the show ever. So I had to just wing it with everything I had. <laughs> How did it go? Dude, it felt like everything went in slow motion. I had, I was, I had so much adrenaline because I was, I was dancing next to Eddie Morales, and it, I was I saw full him, out, I saw, full out. Yeah, but I saw him moving in slow motion. I'm not lying. Adrenaline like had me so focused on not messing up everything, so I was like very focused, and I had the time of my life. So the next days, two days, I hadn't slept because I was so high on adrenaline because yeah. I was like, I actually, because I completed it. Like I, I, I made one mistake. And the only mistake that I made was, uh, was during DJ got us, uh, during DJ got us falling in love. We had, a, we had glasses, uh -huh. but we were supposed to take it off. But Usher was standing in front of me during the show. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like in my face like this. And I didn't understand it because I did not rehearse that part. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'm to wear on glasses. And so I, I guess my costume. Yeah, it's my costume. And he was like, why, why are you, you know, he was like pointing like you, you have your glasses on. And I didn't understand because I never rehearsed that part. Or like, I didn't, like, I did not make a note out of it. It was because it was my bad. I need to, you know, I did, I had to stay, stay sharp because it was my responsibility. But, uh, so that was the only thing afterwards I realized they told me like, you, you should have taken the glasses off. I was like, oh, that's the only thing? All right, I'm good. Bro, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's the only show where you do like, your costume is actual props like the hat tricks yeah like, like taking off jackets as choreo like yeah yo that's crazy man <laughs> so that was uh that was that was a so a, such an awesome experience so i was on that leg it was like for a month we toured to america i did a few performances i switched with uh eddie morales Devin, and just i did a few shows and then after that, um i um we did a couple of other shows that were not mm -hmm. tours but just uh, just random shows mm -hmm. uh, in uh, um, New Orleans, uh, and my last show was in Los Angeles, and that was with there was a small show. Mm -hmm. It was with Amarv, uh, Saida, and Valerie. Yeah, and uh, so we did that show, and it was it felt so good. It felt so good to do that. It was just was was just fun and just dancing and just performing with Usher it was mm -hmm. like it because the, the small setting I like that too I like the big stage but I also like the small I like the small ones see so it, it just gives uh brings you closer to the people and then that was my last show and then I was like okay am I going to stay here what do I want because it was like two years mm -hmm. in uh, two three years yeah I'll stay there almost for three years and I was like okay what do I want I was I think I was 27 28 or 29, no, I was 27. And I was like, okay, do I want to stay here or do I want to build in the Netherlands where I already pretty much did choreography work, you know, cause I had this idea of like, okay, you cannot dance forever. So you might want to build on something else. Yeah. And to be honest, I did have a weird fight with the US. Mm -hmm. Just the way, the, I don't know, the culture, there was something that was, that was uneasy to me, a feeling of it. Cause there yeah. were really, uh, beautiful people there, but there was just something about 
the energy mm -hmm. that was like, okay, I want to go home and I would just want to uh, 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 build in the Netherlands. And I guess if you can go back to uh, something that you already were a very established position, you were already choreographing the biggest shows before all this experience. Yeah. So, you know, say you were a, a, a level six, level seven, and you're killing everything. Now you've done this, you're coming back at a level 10. Like now you come home and it's like your premium. You know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but the thing was, it, 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 I, it, it didn't happen. Uh, eventually didn't, it felt like it, but it wasn't like that <laughs> because yeah. uh, the Netherlands, yeah, the scene was still growing, you know? So, yeah. and, um, yeah, they. I didn't get. I didn't get. Uh, I didn't get the royal treatment. No. <laughs> well, you still. You still choreographed the biggest shows out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is true. But it, for me, it, it didn't feel like anything. Like really, really, there wasn't. There weren't really big changes. Do you know what I um I realized talking about this and when you were telling the last story, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Yo, it's so dope that the first gig that you did was DJ got us falling in love because yeah. that's that's my favorite number that I learned from you when we did dance, dance, dance. I did but, that with passion. <laughs> Yeah, and that's my favorite number from the whole the whole experience. I mean, I didn't love the experience very much, as you know. But <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't yeah. my it wasn't my finest time. But that it. number was my favorite. However, do you remember when I we were doing the tech run and I jumped from one box to the other and it smashed underneath me? Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, yo, and I was I like, remember everything. I, I went nuts. I was yeah, like, I I'm gonna fucking die. Like, yeah. yo, you, you went off. Bro, I went off. I went off on Mark. I went off on Timor. I was yeah. like, yo, I would have died then. Yeah. If that was someone else, they would have died. Yeah, it could have like like the the because the, the 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 how do you call it? the shards? The Yeah, like the spikes, I guess. Yeah, the glass, the shards. It could have been For people that killed. don't know, uh we had like these big they looked like glass, but they weren't. Uh boxes. They were like plastic. But I mean they were high. Right, they they were they were went from different levels, and Vincent said to me, "Can you jump from one to the other?" And I was like, "Yeah, bro, easy. Watch this." And I jumped so high, tried grabbing my hands behind my back like I was in Step Up 14 or something, and I hit that box, and the box just went <laughs> underneath yeah. me, and I landed in like a push-up position, like with it underneath my stomach, and I was like, "Yo!" But besides that, that was my favorite number. So it feels like a privilege to have learned that from you, knowing. That that was your life changing yeah. moment as well. Yeah, yeah that, that DJ guys falling in love is. I still know the. I still know the dances. I still and know me? The dance routines. One, two, three, and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. So, 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 I remember yeah. that. Yo, that was a good one. Yeah. So, um, uh, what's it like now being back in Amsterdam as a choreographer? Um. Well, a lot of years have passed, mm -hmm. and. Um, as a choreographer, there's a lot of opportunities. I've had the, the, how do you call it? I wouldn't say, yeah, the privilege to have jobs like come to me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really had, have to uh, uh, like, you know, audition for choreography jobs because mm -hmm. I did the TV shows and stuff like that. I got approached like, okay, hey, can you do this one? Can you do this and, and stuff like that? So as a choreographer, I have, um, I've had have done a lot of cool stuff, a lot of fun mm. stuff, and um, yeah, it's I get a lot of like positive response from for for for, for what I do, and 
Um, so yeah, as a choreographer, but the thing is, there isn't a lot of work for choreographers. Like I, I, I feel like there's just a handful. Mm -hmm. So I w would like to see that there is more for everybody, mm -hmm. but it's not. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I know how fortunate I am. Do you but get the same? Also because of hard work, of course. But. Yeah, of course. And talent, you know what I mean? But Thank do you, you get the same fulfillment choreographing as you did dancing? Well, the thing is, I, I, I closed the chapter dancing. So I'm, I, I, being on stage, like nothing's going to top, I think, that feeling of that experience. Mm -hmm. uh, I get a different fulfillment from choreography. Mm. But if I would compare my experiences as a dancer and what I've experienced as a choreographer, it is different, but the high that I got from being a dancer and accomplishing the things and just being on a certain stage with Usher, mm -hmm. there's nothing compared to that by far. No, because like, yeah. you're not even just choreographing for TV shows, like you've been doing films, like you did, the, you did a Dutch version of Magic Mike, like two, two, part, two, two parts, two, part, okay. two parts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so I feel like, you know, you are doing a, a work. You know, I know you said there's not a lot of choreography work, but from whenever I see, I'm always like, yo, he's killing it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've this thing. I've done a lot of movies, and I've always been busy. But I'm, when I say a lot of work, I mean like for other people. Okay, so basically, yeah. you're you're soaking it all up, and you're not leaving yeah. anyone. Right so, like, I'm taking everything. I feel guilty. Like, oh, yeah. Bad. So, so basically, what you're saying is, you and Timor are taking all the dance gigs because he's he's got like four different TV shows too, or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's basically that's basically what it is. Yeah, you could say dope, that. Man. And and Natasha Lam. So there's like four choreographers. Yeah, that do that, and uh, but it's because of the culture, and I I I, I I'm I'm a bit. Um, disappointed that it's like that, but it's also our responsibility to just really go full out and just represent and show quality, mm -hmm. so people see the worth in mm -hmm. working with choreographers and dancers. Yeah, my, my favorite thing about working—I've never worked with you. I've never worked for you. Obviously, of you as the choreographer. My yes. my favorite thing about working with you is your the quality that you carried was how calm you were. Mm. You know, you were very calm and you still treated everyone very nicely, even under the worst circumstances. No matter how stressful shit got, it would, it would never. And I've worked with lots of choreographers who take it out on the dancers, yeah. you know, and the dancers feel the backfire of that. But you never let that happen. And I always remember being like, yo, respect, because I'm fucking stressed and you're in charge of this. So you must be even more stressed. And you never let that carry across to us. Yeah, you yeah, know, that's, that's, that's the worst, because you guys are the the face you know you guys are in like everybody's important of course but mm -hmm. you know i also because we've been in the same situation because you choreographed too and mm -hmm. you, you know as a dancer you i know how it is because mm. i've been through some stressful situation and i know how it is if a choreographer goes off because i worked with rich and tone yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you've rich been, and tone they can you know you've been screamed at like yeah. You've been screamed at, like. yeah, 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 yeah. And I've seen people getting screamed at. So, and as as a as a and it also goes from my childhood. I don't want to get into into that too much, but and uh, I've I've had a lot of that, like a lot of you know, um, uh, uh, a lot of screaming. Yeah. And 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 I know the effect of it, and I know how it is to you know just to treat people. And I 
I also want to be treat. I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. So mm. I also think it's very important, and also, and it's also important that you guys are at the best of your best. Yeah. So, and I wanted to see that. I wanted you guys to, you know, also have a good time, but also just to be able to do whatever you do in the best way. So that's mm -hmm. what that's how we all profit from it. Yeah, because especially on especially on that that job like there was a lot of choreographers and a lot of people in charge and i and I, I would say this to all of them well i did many a times but i really feel like you handled the the pressure and the stress in the most professional manner by not letting it affect us yeah. whereas in a lot of the other situations like i don't condone it and i'm not saying it's a good thing but i fell out with a lot of choreographers and i'd be like yo like stop changing shit like, yeah. <laughs> but, like that's, but that's also not the way that's not yeah. the way because you guys were professional you guys were just actually you're like you guys were going beyond above and beyond and i saw that and i was like you need to show some respect to these guys because you know this is like they're like giving you extra so we should be grateful for what we're getting from these we're, guys so we're doing three weeks work in a week like yeah. you know like but no and i it was very obvious that you recognize that and still to this day uh i hold on to that tightly because yo that job for me i was I, it was stress and all my memories of that are mostly stressful memories but i always remember being uh, like yo me yeah. no, no me and i always say like yo me and vincent we were like we were good on that job like I really like I, I i felt like i really could count on you too so yeah I, uh, and I, I do think it's probably because we had similar inspirations as well so awesome. i feel like we could relate to each other like i knew zach beforehand but when it was with him i was like yo i can't give you that beyonce that you're asking for me like that that, <laughs> that isn't that isn't my inspiration right now yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know whereas with you it was like oh chris brown and usher numbers this is perfect yeah, this, this is this is what we this yeah, is our stuff yeah my love this makes sense like <laughs> Give us more of that. Yeah. yeah. And then all the other stuff, I was like, I'm not meant to be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> why have you got me doing bloody Lady Gaga? Like, you know, <laughs> I yeah, am that guy. Like... So tell me now. So this is what blows my mind. As I said at the beginning. Mm. So you've done all this stuff. Yeah. Now, like you're Mr. TikTok, bro. <laughs> like, firstly, TikTok, I don't get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I tried to get it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Instagram, but you do less. You just it's so much easier to view everything. Yeah. Like it's so easy that I don't really know how to navigate on it. Yeah. Um what inspired you to get on the platform and how did you make it so popular? Um whew, good question. Um I teach kids. Mm -hmm. I, I have a group, Legacy, Legacy Kids. Well, it's in Shout out Legacy, shout yeah, out. These are my babies, my little kids, and I teach them. And when you work with kids, you see what goes on in their world. Mm -hmm. So they were like talking about TikTok. I was like, what is TikTok? And I'm an open-minded person. So I was like, oh, I'm curious to see what it is. And the dancers were like, what are these dancers? They're like, there are some weird dances on TikTok. And I was like, okay, so this is what, yeah yeah you know? so i was like what is what is going on so i, I invested time to understand their world you know because mm -hmm. you know i, I teach them I, mm -hmm. but they can also teach me stuff mm -hmm. so um i was like okay i didn't think much of it yet because before it was musically but um mm -hmm. and then it turned into TikTok, and then um i decided that i wanted to um 
first the idea was to grow on my social media because you know i have because uh, i the thing is i've always wanted to um, make tutorials online which i mm -hmm. did on my youtube like eight years ago and then mm -hmm. i went to la and a lot of stuff happened so i didn't really push through then i was like okay i want to start this stuff again but the growth on instagram is different there's no organic growth anymore no so i was like I might use TikTok for it. You know, I was like, because I, I was reading some books and this is also something that I find important to gain knowledge. I read mm -hmm. this book from, um, excuse me, um, who was it again? Uh, Grant Cardone, mm -hmm. Grant Cardone, he's like a marketing guru and yeah. he has this book that is called 10 Time, 10X, mm -hmm. which in short is, when you do something, multiply it by 10, the effort. So mm -hmm. put extra effort in it. And it really speaks, speaks to me because that's how I am. I always go full out. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's go extra full out. So then I just started investing time in reading, but also in TikTok, how it works. Mm -hmm. So then I discovered Charlie D'Amelio, who is a big star on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, and I checked her out and I was like, okay, she's very popular. And, and people didn't understand why. Yeah. Because it was like, but she does dances, like the same dances. And it's just like so basic and she's not a good dancer and stuff like that. I was like, but look further than that. So mm -hmm. I started I like really researching, like just really observing that girl. And she's like, I think she's 15 now, no, 16. She thinks she's 16. And I looked at her and I was like, there's something special about her. She has a natural... Uh, a natural likability like you you like she's she's she just you, you the thing is i just you know you, you you'll just like her she has a yeah. likability and and she thing what she does she keeps things simple mm -hmm. so when there's a routine that she does from somebody else she just simplifies it which yeah. makes other people want to copy it mm -hmm. and then i understand like okay how what is it that I can do that suits me mm -hmm. that can translate to people? Yeah. So I discovered that, um, that on TikTok, people really like it, like to learn stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is perfect because I want to teach people stuff. But then you have the whole idea like, oh, but you, you're a dancer. You have done this and this and this. What are you doing on TikTok? Mm -hmm. And I don't actually don't give a damn. No. <laughs> Cause I've always, I've always walked my own path. Yeah. I've always done whatever I wanted to do. So I pretty much don't care. But, um, but also what I find, and that's my opinion, I think people are too entitled on TikTok. Like there are dancers on TikTok that feel entitled to be like, Oh, but we are good dancers. We are supposed to get all the shine. We're supposed to get all the fame. But the majority on TikTok are not dancers, like no. professional dancers. Professional dancers are this much of the whole universe. Mm -hmm. So there are more people on TikTok that really would like to learn from you or from me. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm you know, at an age where I'm like, I'm really like, I'm down to teach you whatever you want to learn, you know, I'm mm -hmm. passing it on. That's why it's legacy, you know? 
So mm -hmm. you want to leave something behind and, and the people are willing to learn, but don't make it too hard. <laughs> I think it's got to have a relatability factor, right? Also, it's like people want to relate to it. So also. if we're going one and a two and a three and a four and a, they don't even, right. they look at that and they don't get it. Exactly. So that's why I joked around doing this earlier, like yeah. that just these simple arm movements, but my nan could go a relatability because she can relate to it and she can exactly. do it. Exactly. And that's so, the, that's the carryover. Yeah. So what I did also is combine, like I analyzed a lot of like, I'm very analytic. So I was analyzing like, okay, what are the moves that people do that they understand, like what they relate to? So there's a few moves that are, you know, moves that from July Harmon, that when she did the Renegade, one of the most popular dancers uh, from, uh, 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 um, what's her name? Haley. I think it's, her name is Haley. Um, there are like creators, really cool mm -hmm. creators that make simple stuff uh, that everybody does. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to revamp it, uh, use some of those moves and just also do my own stuff so that we create this connection, mm -hmm. you know? And me as a dancer and choreographer, I can bring it in a way that, you know, is, is um, how do you call it? Has, has a groove and, you know, just add a little bit of an extra. Yeah. So that people have something they like, okay, I can probably do that, you know, and I want yeah. them to do it. I want them to learn stuff and I want them to enjoy themselves because that's basically what TikTok is. Just enjoy yourself and mm -hmm. don't be like, oh yeah, well, I'm the best dancer or, you know, I can do this the best. Of course you can show up, but I learned what I saw is that people will be like, okay, cool. You, you can dance well, but what about us? Can you teach it to us? You know, because people mm -hmm. want to, people want to participate. Yeah, you, wanna, you know, join in on the fun. Don't be like selfish and just have all the dance moves for yourself. Just share, yeah. you know, and just and that's and that's how uh, the idea came to also make the duets that I mm -hmm. that are very popular on my TikTok. Yeah, which I really like that because the, the the four counts exactly, four counts. Four, like it's it's an it's enough that they feel like they're dancing, but it's short enough that they can copy it exactly. Because it comes from something uh, that when I was a little kid, uh, there was this teacher. I rem That's the funny thing. That's something I remember because I don't remember everything, but that's something I remember. There was this teacher that with music class used to uh, show us rhythms mm -hmm. and we had to copy it. Yeah. So they she just did like a, a little beat, tick tac tac tac, and we had to go tick tac tac tac. So we had to copy it every yeah. time. And, and I was really, I really enjoyed that game. I yeah. really had a lot of fun with it. And then, so it was stuck in the back of my head. And then the idea to do the actual duets came from um, the Renegade. And the thing is, I made a tutorial on the Renegade from July Harmon. Yeah. And that dance is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a do, it's a hard yeah. dance. So I was like, how can I teach it to people in an easy way? So I made in the tutorial, I made this little game. I showed the first steps and then people would have to copy it. And then I showed another few steps and then they would have to copy it. And then we did, you know, so we built it up. And I yeah. was like, hmm, maybe I should do that with one of my videos with like with a, with a basic, like a dance, like a not, not too difficult dance. And also with a song that people would really feel. And I love that song, Jaja mm -hmm. by uh, Aja, Aya Nakamura. So I created the first duet and then it just took off. What what I like about your duet is it reminds me of um, Save the Last Dance, like the back and forth, like 
yeah, know, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a to me to you passing it back and forth, and that's yeah. what it reminds me of when I watch them side to side. It's like, yeah. well, this is me. Well, this yeah. is me. Well, this, yeah. and it reminds me of that. And it's funny, isn't it? Because we've all like this relatability dance. Uh, we've always had this. You know, uh, we've done Soldier Boy. We've done yeah. the Cha Cha Slide. Yeah. You know, we've done bump, bump, bump. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, my goodness, what's it called? Do, do it again. Do it again. Dun, 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 dun. Come back, come forward, step. Oh, the cha cha slide. Is it the cha cha slide? Yeah, must be. I can't remember what it's yeah. called now. We, I do it in my show. The old school hip hop social dance. It's cha cha slide. Oh, sick. Yeah, I did know it was called. Um, oh, it's like slide. something like that. Yeah, slide. something like yeah, the electric slide. Yeah, yeah. It's like we've always had these these things. We've just yeah. never put it on a. We've never put it on a current platform. Yeah, that's right. And that's what they've become. They've just become social dances. Yeah. But it's a new form of a social dance where we that's used to do it in a where we used to do it in a club or a party. Yeah. You know, we'd all sit and go, "Oops, up, sad." Yeah, 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 yeah. All we've done is take these things and put it on a new platform. Yeah. And create I, new versions, and, and it's wait. so. It's just wait. carried over. I can't wait for people to go out and then when they hear a song that they know from TikTok and everybody knows the dance, everybody starts just busting out in a dance. Yeah. I can't wait to see that, like, because now this quarantine and stuff, you know, we cannot go to parties, but I can't wait to see that. That's gonna be so sick. Yes, that's fact. So Bird in the Wild, she, she listens to a lot of the podcasts, shout out. Yeah, she said, Te technology is broadcasting what's old and making it new. Facts, yeah. it yeah. is. Because I remember, I remember being in a club and Soldier Boy come on, and everyone, even if you didn't understand dance, would go, "You, you know, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that automatic pickup thing." You know, it's a macarena. It's like we've just you're recreating it in a new technology. Definitely, 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 and like you know, that 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 is beautiful. Also, you know, that's a beautiful. Okay, so so here's my here's my other question. If you don't mind me asking, go is back. there? Because I, I believe now the new way of. Uh, having a career maybe in dance mm -hmm. yeah a, a big way that we it's kind of been looked down on and overshadowed from uh a, our kind of generation of dancers you know we're like no to have a career in dance you have to dance for a show or you have to yeah. be on a tv show but now social media has created a new uh a new art form of making dance a living is yeah. there money to be made in on tiktok like there was with like so with like instagram and stuff like that oh definitely definitely yeah definitely definitely yeah you just have to, that's the thing. That's, that's also something I think I also want to guide people in because mm -hmm. I love teaching people stuff is how to do that. Because like I said, I read a lot of books on, mm -hmm. you know, the marketing side and also just business side mm -hmm. that how to do it, because there's a lot of talented kids that get a lot of following, but they don't know what to do with it. Mm. You don't have to. But you can if you, you know, if you want to and if you know how to use it to, you know, uh, inspire or educate and also at the same time, you know, make a career out of it. So it's definitely possible because mm -hmm. you're becoming a you have a face, you have a voice, you have uh, a brand that you can mm -hmm. build, which as a dancer, when you do backup dance, when you're back, you know, dance for an artist, your support but now on TikTok, you are the the face of the eyes. Mm -hmm. It's about you and whatever you do. So isn't I it? Go on, sorry. I definitely think there is uh, there there are possibilities uh, to build a. There are, people are already building careers and making money on TikTok. 
Yeah, isn't it funny? Like, think back to when we were we were kids. Yeah, and you had like a computer console and stuff like that, and your parents would be like, "Don't be on that all day," or like, you know. And now it's like, kids are making more money from their parents have ever made from playing on computer consoles. You know, like how, Crazy, yeah? how, like how now can you go to like, like if I have a kid, I would want to be like, "Yo, don't play on that all day." But there are kids making like a million a year from gaming. You know, it's like exactly. it's created a new, it's created a whole new career, and TikTok's going to do the same thing. Exactly. You know, we're, we're constantly like. Yo, you shouldn't be on your phone all the time. Don't always be on your phone all the time. But this is how people are making a living now. Yeah. You wouldn't say to someone, don't go to work today. Yeah. You yeah, know? But that's the thing. But the thing is, if you don't know, if you don't know, then yeah, you're going to say like, oh, well, don't play computers because they don't understand it. You know? Mm. So that's why. And I do also, because TikTok is awesome, but it also has its dangerous sides. And I wouldn't say dangerous, but there, there are risks at it because... Mm. Me as an adult person, I get a lot of messages. You get a lot of, uh, how do you call it, um, stimulation. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of stuff comes your way because my channel grew from 9,000 to 1.3 million as it is now within two months. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. But you got to keep your head straight. You shouldn't go like, you know, I'm not going to be going around like, oh, yeah, well, now I'm, you know, the power, yeah. man, you know, no, it's, but I can imagine the, imagine being then Charlie D'Amelio and having 60 million followers. And, a, and still a kid. And being six, yeah, being a kid. So that guidance of your parents is, mm. is very important. And that's what she has. She has like her family, like the way I see it. She has really good parents. So, uh, but if you're young, I can understand your parents wanting to protect you from nonsense, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there, it has its risk. And I do recommend parents to um, keep an eye on just, you know, how things go. But mm -hmm. it definitely, but do not stop your kids from creating you know, creative, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because it, it gave me a big outlet to create videos. Like the videos that I create now, it felt like I've been waiting to make these videos. And I was like, why haven't I actually ha made them? Because I could have made mm. them for Instagram, but it didn't feel right. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, it's like Gary Vee always says, like whatever you post on Instagram shouldn't be the same as Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. They all have their own special niches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I don't get TikTok. Like I, all my TikTok is stuff which is on my Instagram. Like I'm, I'm not very good at. Uh, not, it's not the creative side of stuff. It's just the I've got to do this one. I've got to do this one. I've got to do this one, and I've got to like. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like from doing my own Instagram page, figuring out like my podcast and uploading it to the website and editing. It's just like it's so much for me personally. It's yeah. so time consuming. Yeah. And my brain gets a bit like, um, yeah. I'm over it. Like yeah. you know. Remember that I said I was a geek. Yeah. Yeah. It helps for me because. Uh, my background, I'm actually a graphic, like a multimedia designer. So I have a background in working with computers and software and stuff like that. So that's how I make my videos, this, this whole backlighting, yeah. you know, my whole light setup. Because I also work as a director. So, and mm -hmm. also, you know, working with Fio. So this stuff, I invest a lot of time in it. Yeah. A lot of time. in so researching TikTok, how it works, checking out tutorials. Because I knew, like, I really felt that it was going to give a good a good it's a good opportunity like you said gary v also inspires me a lot like he says be on the front line when it comes to new opportunities like he said 
okay, well, when Instagram was, no, fine, when fine was still new, you know, the, the, the people that went on there first, they were the people that blew up, you know, and the people mm -hmm. that came, oh yeah, I, I don't know about this yet, I don't know, you know, and people now yeah. are also like, oh, TikTok, I don't know about it, but right now I'm, you know, on the beginning of it and we'll see where mm -hmm. it will go. Maybe in a few months, I'm done. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, had it. But for now, I'm just yeah. building. Isn't it funny, though, how you're now like very popular on TikTok. You've made this big channel and that's how you got recognized being a choreographer by doing the same thing on YouTube. Say that again. Like, so you're big on TikTok. You've got a big following. Yeah. You know, you've gone viral. That's yeah. what happened to you as a choreographer as well, because your video went viral. On yeah, YouTube. yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't it funny? Like, yeah. Fifteen years later, like the it's, formula it's has changed. Yeah, but that's like, the thing. That, and I knew that actually. I did know that because because my video went viral back then. Oh, friend is calling me. He's probably not in this podcast. See, your friends are supposed to support you, and he's supposed to be in here. And if he knew that I wasn't here, he wouldn't have called me. But okay, that's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so knowing that your video can go viral and mm -hmm. can bring you so much, using technology in a in a in a way that can you know can benefit a lot of people, mm -hmm. that is. That is that is something that people need to remember. You know, like you know, being using the tools, you use all the tools that you can, and don't mm -hmm. worry about what people think of what you do. You know, I just yeah. always like walk my own path. You know, and uh, so yeah, it's funny to see that again. Videos go viral, and uh, yeah, and it, I don't know where it's gonna go yet, but I I'm enjoying myself. Good man, and that's all that matters is that you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean like as we're seeing right now yeah it's yeah. a crazy world so just look after yourself and stay positive bro do you know what I mean yeah, like definitely definitely because good, uh, yeah. good for you do you know what I'm saying um if you could give someone a piece of advice on how to make a profession in dance what would yeah. it be uh, an advice it's uh what just one yeah just one a golden gem Okay, let me let me try to keep it current for this time. Um, invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. Invest in yourself and and uh, um, and invest in yourself in all kinds of way. Learn about yourself, how you are. Learn uh, uh, the 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 the, the uh, uh, about the scene where mm -hmm. you want to uh, work in invest in getting better as a dancer invest in yourself like when you spend money don't spend it on parties mm -hmm. <laughs> on clothes but do, uh, if it's if it's good for your network like you know then yeah but mm -hmm. invest in yourself because it's worth it like you know you pay money to go into college it's to mm -hmm. get an education and it's gonna come back just to keep a short give a short story all the stuff, all the gear that I have that I use to mm -hmm. make my videos is from years ago. Like I said, I, um, when I told you things happen for a reason, when I booked that commercial, I bought my first camera, my digital camera, mm -hmm. which I used to make videos, which made me money to buy other gear. And I bought lamps, I bought tripods. So now 
I'm in my home when I sh where I shoot all my videos. I mm -hmm. don't need I don't need to book a studio because I have my mirrors in here. Mm -hmm. You can see it's yeah. my mirrors. It's it's a room in my house, mm -hmm. and I can pretty much I can build a whole production by myself. In, yeah, I film it myself. I do my audio myself, my color grading myself, my lighting myself, and that's because I invested in myself. I spend mm -hmm. I, I live kind of like a minimalist, so when I spend money, I mm -hmm. spend it on things that I think can uh help me out yeah so and and um and of course it sounds like a sacrifice because you can go out drink with a friend and just hang out and stuff like that i just did that less so i but it felt comfortable for me mm -hmm. so i didn't feel like i was giving up on things but yeah. that's different for everybody so my advice would be invest in yourself and and try to become the best version of yourself by going to the gym also taking classes, staying healthy. Mm -hmm. If you think like, you know, uh, if you need to buy shoes because they will help you on your next audition or whatever, do that. If you need to go to a seminar, read books, just in the years that you're young and have that energy, build yourself, build yourself into becoming the best version of yourself. That's beautiful. That is literally perfect. Thank you. <laughs> um bro this has been almost two hours really i could literally speak for four like uh, yeah I, I feel the same way too i still uh, I do have to make another tiktok because the tiktok algorithm wants you to post every day so i need to yeah so you got to get on it yeah <laughs> so okay so one last question do you plan what you're gonna do sometimes sometimes i also feel what i feel by uh, at the moment sometimes i just listen to music and i'm like oh that song is dope or i just listen to what people say in my comment section or like mm -hmm. they say like oh you should do this song and i listen to the song I'm like, oh yeah that song is dope mm -hmm. and i spontaneously start creating and mm -hmm. feel that energy and then i the next day I'm, i just make the video and stuff mm -hmm. like that so uh sometimes i plan like my tutorials i have this uh set day that i make my uh tutorials for youtube mm -hmm which is Tuesday. And then I make the videos and then I uh, start editing for the whole week. And then in between I do my, you know, the duets and just feel what feels right. Sick. Bro, you're a very inspiring man. Thank you're you, a very man. lovely man. And, and thank you for asking me. Bro, no doubt. I, I only speak to people on here, which I feel like can teach me something or inspire me in some way or have inspired me. And you've done all of the above. So thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, in the, uh, uh, a few months or whatever if you want to chat Bro, again we'll yeah. definitely we will definitely do it again yeah let's, let's do some shout outs to people that are here in the yeah in let's the do it session. yes what Phil. up jwag jwag because <laughs> i see a lot of people i see a lot of people that also follow me from tiktok so what up phil thank you very much I, we've known phil for ages phil has been make doing stuff for the dance scene forever so big shout yeah. out to him hi julia Phil's, Phil's like the secret agent. Do you know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, he can link everyone with everyone. Like, he hooked me up with Marv for mine and Marv's podcast. Like, Phil's on it, bro. Phil's my go-to now. <laughs> from so, Linda Maggie is from Italy. Phil is also from Italy, if I think. So, you guys need to... Uh, yes, Fionn from Wales. Yeah, Wales. so, Nikki Free. Sorry, Nikki, because she's say saying Netherlands. She wants to mm -hmm. have us speak in Dutch. Sorry, it's in English. Because you probably don't speak it. Yes, yeah, you don't speak Dutch. All, all I can say is, Vinkevein. Vinkevein. <laughs> we have That's where I live. <laughs> I did a video with you and I, and I did horrible and deleted it. Don't delete your videos on TikTok. Don't do it. Just send you it to me. Up. I'll just look at it. Yeah. 
Okay, so come to Brazil. Maybe when the when when we're allowed. Yeah, I, I will definitely I will definitely come to Brazil. Obrigado. I'm learning I'm learning a lot of languages too. That's what I said by investing yourself because I have a lot of people from Spain that follow my content. So I'm learning mm -hmm. a lot of languages right now. Actually, starting Spanish, but I just want to talk to them and just understand what they say. So you're a smart man. There's a comedian, um, Tom Segura who has now learned Spanish so he can do Spanish stand-up comedy and not just English. That's so cool. See, the, and you know, just the, the world is so big. There are so many people like, it's so cool to connect with all these different people. And that's what I also like the most about TikTok. I'm connected with people all around the world. And that is the mm. most beautiful thing. It is, it sure is. Well, bro, let's wrap this up. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. Um, Everyone, please go and follow Vincent on all platforms. I will put all his information in the bio of the podcast. Yes. Also, go to theinternetspodcast.com for other episodes with, if you're into dance, it's definitely the place to be. Marty Kadalka, Amy Allen, Eddie Morales, like loads of people, UK people everywhere. Lots of actors and singers on there too, some celebs, if you're down with the celeb peeps. Um, so yeah, but bro, thank you so much. Please stay safe and uh, we'll catch much. up soon in a few months for sure. Yes, we will. Peace, brother. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and please share the podcast with your friends and family. We have so many more great episodes coming up. I promise you, you will be inspired. Stay safe. One love. Bye.